Welcome to Two Lads One Podcast. What up, people? This is Khalid, or you can also call me the six-five guy, the Warake warrior, sharpest shooters, or the real Odubu. You can call me fine, justifying, unfiltered, uncensored, real talk. Two friends talking shop. We have politically incorrect conversations and just get into the deep stuff. So take a seat, strap yourselves in, and get ready for a wild ride, motherfuckers. What up, bro? What's up, what's up? What's happening? Hmm, this guy's in a good mood. Clearly getting money. Come on. This guy, you know how it is now. Oh, for you. This guy, bad country tough for everywhere all again, man. Guy, it's crazy. Country tough. Chai, almost. No matter how much you want to save, the country says, fuck you. Bruh, I'm, <laughs> I, am, I am going through it. What's that, what, what happened? Or what's happening? I, I have had a tough month. People, people, like the month just started. Yes, I know. Rough. Speak, speak to us, man. First of all, uh, last week I closed eye, uh-huh. service car, you know, for the first time. Lights, light, light, light 30k servicing. Ooh. Man said light. Oh, okay, good for some then, if that's light. But okay, carry ah, on. The way, they were, the way the mechanic was doing as if it was light. Now, me too, I had to form form like it was normal. So, remember, <laughs> I was quiet. That one, that one happened. At the same, after the service thing, I was like, ah, because I had been a naughty boy. There was one, one time I was trying to pass one way and I didn't... I didn't gauge my movement correctly and ugh, had a nasty collision with the curb. Heard, heard, heard my the right side of my car screech loudly. He's like, ah! This guy is breaking the law. Okay, carry on. Yeah. Snitch on yourself. Trust me, I'm never doing that again. Trust me on that. <laughs> <laughs> how, bad, how, bad, how bad was the scratch? It was, yeah. it was very ugly. Very, very ugly. It looked is like... It- is it the kind of scratch that will stop girls from entering your car? No, no, no. How about now? Okay, okay, okay. okay. But just because any anyone who owns a car, any guy who, who owns a car and takes pride in his vehicle understands that when you see something like that, you're deeply unhappy. You want to get rid of it ASAP. Okay, fair enough. So it was bad. Okay. It was, it was bad. So, you know did the whole panel beating, the repainting. And of course, they said, we can't just repaint one side. It won't look yeah, right. Do, yes, you have to we do, do yes. both sides. Yes. Um, uh, bruh, 70K. So that's 70 plus the 30. So we're talking about 100 right now. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, as you said, light, right? Light. light. Okay. I, I thought the devil was done with me. I thought, you know what? It's, it's, it's been hard, but... As as the cool kids say, we move. You know, I thought it was <laughs> we keep okay. it pushing. So you manage now. You you rough it out until yeah. next. Nope, the devil wasn't done with me. I was texting you yesterday, casual oh. chit chat. Yeah, my phone screen goes black. Boom. <laughs> Fuckery, man. Black when screen. It rain, it pours. 
like what the fuck i was panicking i was panicking because one i could see the the naira leaving my accounts and then two like a fool i hadn't backed up the content on my phone like my and you know how important yes. our phones are yes yes, yes 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 it's, it's pictures it's documents it's I even, I even need my phone for work because, you know, at the office, in order to sign into your office email, the verification code is sent to your phone. God damn. So was, I was just pissed off. Pissed off. You know, went to, went to Sakatinubu VI to get it fixed. Uh-huh. You know, they, they're like, they're like, oh, Moga, you need a new screen. on. like, this is your old screen is gone. I was already wincing. I was, I was, I'd, I prepared for that, that bad news, but I was wincing. I'm mm. like, how much? How much is a new screen for my phone? This guy says, Ah, oh god, this thing is 95k. I was like, Oh my god, just 90. I was, I was like, Just do it, 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 do it. Just do it. Mm. So I say that to say it has been, it's been a tough one for me, man. It's, it's been really tough. And the month is just starting, as you said. The month is just... I'm just going into pure hibernation. That's it. That's what this guy's going to say. He tells me he went to Kobana to chop fish for 15k. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, I'm good. Um, that, yeah, we've been through but you see, that's the thing about these phones nowadays, man. These phones are literally our lives. Forget a laptop, yeah. forget an iPad. Your phone... When you wake up in the morning, that is the first thing you check. That's the last thing you drop at night. Always. Always. You, you can do everything from your phone. Mm-hmm. From emails to WhatsApp, photos, the internet, normal browsing, um, banking, investing, anything. Bro, it's so crazy. When you say you didn't back up, now that's a huge worry because it's not even now about the phone. It's about the content on the phone. Trust me, that mistake is never getting made again. As soon as I got the new screen, first thing I did was back up every single thing. God damn. And then these phones are not cheap. So you have phones between five fifty to 700,000 Naira. And you know if that phone breaks, you know the fix is not cheap. Hmm. The fix is not cheap. So like I was telling you, even with the screen protector, the phone case and whatnot, you mm-hmm. have to treat your phone like an egg. Like I to. don't even play any games because of these phones, it's not like developed countries where you can finance your phone, pay contract. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. We buy this thing straight up cash. Shit ain't cheap. It's, yeah, it's not... It's nuts. It's nuts that when you think about it, high-end phones or oh, new iPhone, this is someone's rent for a year yeah. that you have in your hands. It's crazy that we're, that yeah. we're expected to spend that amount on a phone. 700k. And you know, the ne- if the next one was to drop, let's say the new iPhone was to drop next week, mm-hmm. you're pushing 800k. Yeah, easy. Pushing 800k. I got when I got my new laptop, I know how much it was, it was one point something million. Jeez. For a laptop. Bear in mind, I bought my old Mac 2013. I got it for about 300 k Yeah. Sounds about right. 
you're paying one point for a laptop. You then say, you know what? You now start thinking of things like cars. <laughs> it's just tough, man. That's a, any, every time we wake up, we just hope no unexpected expense hits yeah. us because it's not that's a real. Because that's, that's, that's shit can, that can wreck you. <laughs> it is not cheap, man. You're already managing as is. You're already struggling to save as is. Man. Kai. Country tough, man. Country rugged. I swear. Country rugged. But you know, as you rugged, your guy, your presido, when his usual, you know, casual trip to London, you know, when it's fine uh, trad. Yeah. Mm-mm, fitted, ironed, starched. Baddest influencer that guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is baddest influencer out there. Was giving us his trademark wave as he leaves the country. He's, he's so excited. Of course he is. That's enough. Senator's gone on holiday, you know. So, hey, we have nobody at the helm. Not like we ever have. I was about to say. <laughs> hey, yeah, okay. Um. Anyway, away from the fuckery that is this country. Um. What's up? What do you want to talk about? Important topics. What's been happening? Yeah, some, some interesting things happening around the world okay. that we could dabble in one or two. You mm. know, I don't know if I don't know if you've been following the Olympics at all. Mm, here and there, here and there. Yeah, I have. I haven't. Re- I haven't really followed anything. I've, this is the most disengaged I've been about any Olympics event in. I don't know, maybe maybe like fifteen years. I don't really care. Yeah, because you were really into it back then. Oh, in school, like that was you used to watch that. Yeah, like, there was there were stars like there were charismatic people like Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps. You know, now so, I don't know these people. They, they don't have any sauce. <laughs> no swag, no dripping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, I wasn't really following it, but something caught my eye. This controversy about uh, Simone Biles, the American gymnast. Okay. You know, she, she was uh, participating in an event with Team USA. Um, mm-hmm. And she was expected to do one of her high-flying routines. You know, and, and it, it wasn't really going well for her. You know, she wasn't performing at her best. And, you know, for everyone, it was quite a surprise because she's seen as the best in the world by far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, the event is not over. She's still expected to to showcase her, her skill. She's yes. expected to perform another another routine. And she just stops and says, tells her teammates, it's caught on camera. She's like, um, hi, guys, I love you so much, but I, I, ca- I can't do this. You know, I'm, I'm just going to pull back and give you guys the chance to to proceed without me. You guys, you guys are going to excel without me. I wish you the best of luck. And she just pulls out wow. in the middle of the event. Hmm. In the middle of the event, so I'm like, this is this is very strange. What's going on here? Yeah. You know, I follow the story more closely, and then I find out that you know she gives a press conference after she's talking about how you know she wasn't feeling right, she wasn't feeling herself, she wasn't enjoying it. The pressure was too much, hmm. and in her own words, she did the brave thing because she was. She was concerned about her mental health and her mindfulness in her own terms. Okay. So you have that. And then a few months ago, you had 
Naomi Osaka, who's yeah. a female tennis player. She decided, you know, woke up one day, said she's no longer giving press conferences, you know, after tennis matches. That's dealing with the press gives her anxiety and it's not good for her. What? Her mental health. Mm-hmm. That it gives her anxiety. She can't handle it. She doesn't want to do it. And bear in mind that this is not something that is optional for tennis players. Yes, yes. Because mm-hmm. press is part of the sport. They're the people that publicize the players. They're the people that turn nobodies into stars by writing mm-hmm. articles about them. Mm-hmm. They're part of the tour. Yeah. So, so for her, her just saying she wasn't going to fulfill her obligations, it angered a lot of people, but it also got her a lot of support in mm-hmm. the quote-unquote pro-mental health community. Mm-hmm. I bring up these two stories, not, not particularly because I care about them as individuals, mm-hmm. but because I find there's a bit of a troubling trend that has started in regards to mental health that Mm -hmm. I've noticed, especially in the quote-unquote developed world in the last few years. Mm -hmm. Not to sugarcoat things, but I think people are beginning to take the fucking piss. Oof. To be honest, I'm going to go right right to it. Let's go. Okay. I feel like people are beginning to take the fucking piss and use the words mental health as this like magical fix for anything that you're going through. If you don't want mm-hmm. to do something, if, if something is difficult, if it's uncomfortable, if you're scared, if you're just feeling slightly anxious or unsure about yourself, oh, you know, I'm struggling with my mental health. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really dealing with this crippling anxiety and it's, it's something that's, that's, you know, is preventing me from being able to function as a human being. And when they say things like this, instead of people reacting as they would have in the past by saying, yeah, I understand it's difficult, but, you know, you find a way to deal with it. That's called yeah. life. Yeah. You know, you're, yeah. you're a sportsman, you're a sportswoman. The reason why you're celebrated is because when others crumble under pressure, you excel. It's never giving up. That's what it is. Yeah, you're, you're like the 0.1% in the world who would go above and beyond to be successful. You think about people like Ronaldo, you know, Cristiano, who had mm-hmm. tendonitis. He had to change the way he played football. Mm-hmm. The injury mm-hmm. changed his body. Like, Ronaldo was such an exciting, pacey winger. He had to change and become a poacher just to be successful. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Such a terrible injury could have broken lesser human beings mm-hmm. and made them give up and say, you know, it's affecting my mental health. Yeah. No, not even just Ronaldo. You have players, for example, Aaron Ramsey, that's, that had a horrible leg break. Absolutely. Bones sticking out. People almost yeah. throwing up on the field because of how gruesome the injury was. And yeah. he came back to play, nursed himself back to health. You know, mm-hmm. imagine how awful it is to be training your whole life to become a footballer and then you have a terrible injury that forces you to learn how to walk again. Yeah. Like, that's what we celebrate when we're watching sports, when we when we champion these people because we know that they're doing something that the average person can't. But mm-hmm. if we're now, and this is what I see happening, if we're now saying that, oh, it is brave, it is wonderful, it is fantastic for people to, instead of rising to the challenge, just give up, just, you know, quit. Just say, ah, I can't do it because it's affecting my mental health. At the end of the day, what does that even fucking mean? Mm. 
where you I've we've gotten to the point where mental health doesn't mean we're not talking about people who have either psychological problems or people who are dealing with depression. People use mental health nowadays to mean anybody that's going through any form of difficulty. Yes, it's true. Anything right. that you're, if you're not happy, if you're sad at any given moment, oh, it's mental health problems, or, oh, you know, let's be sensitive, let's cuddle you, let's, yeah. let's pamper yeah. you. Why yeah. are we treating grown-ass people like children? Almost using it as an excuse to be lazy. But yeah, carry on. Yeah, I, I just, I completely understand that, you know, in the modern day, we're taking, you know, depression, mental health issues more seriously as we gain more awareness about these things. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's great. But we need to be very, very careful not to go too far to the point where we're trying to, we're trying to equate being depressed with just being scared. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. well, Something as perf- as normal as stage fright that everybody goes through, where we're turning it into almost a medical condition that needs to be diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we telling people that challenges are something that, you know, if you work hard at, you can overcome, you can excel? Or are we training people to congratulate themselves when they fail, when they, mm-hmm. when they give up, when they quit, when they cower under the table? It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. it's the same thing it's the same thing that happened you know i said this in our either our last episode or the one before this when england crashed out of the euros or when they lost in the finals rather yes and you know the the the, the three the three black swag lords missed the pens and people were saying things like oh you know you're heroes just for taking one oh, for stepping oh. up yeah yeah Sports is competitive. You're there to win. Stop coddling people. Stop treating people like children. You know, back to this whole Biles thing. I saw online when she pulled out of the of, of the events, and people were saying, Oh, she's an accomplished gold medalist. She has won more than you could ever dream of. She has nothing to prove to anybody. She should always put herself first. And I was just shaking my head. I'm like, this is bullshit. First of all, you are part of a team in the Olympics. Which one is putting yes. yourself first? What about your teammates? What about the country you are representing? You have an obligation. <laughs> yes, you have a duty to always give your best, even when you're not feeling it. Yes, even if we're, even when you're not winning. <laughs> yes. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and I the thing with the the trend is just very disturbing. I feel like we're we're turning mental health into into something that is is just going to become an excuse for failure. It's going to become an excuse for for people who just don't want to try. It's going to mm-hmm. become an excuse when people when people hear things, you know, hear opinions that they don't like from other people. They'll be like, "Oh no, this is triggering. This is upsetting my mental health." Or you're just an adult and you're going to hear things that you don't agree with and you deal with it, you move on. Mm. Especially as, the last thing I want to say on this, especially as a Nigerian, like we know, the average Nigerian knows how hard this country is. To succeed in Nigeria and to succeed the ethical way, you have to be mentally tough. Yes, you do have to be tough because there's so, there's so many people who are going to try and ruin you. Mm-hmm. 
they're going to th um, try and throw some BS your way. People will expect bribes. People will hit your car. You know, you'll be dodging armed robbers. Your currency is, is inflating every day. So many things. Nothing works. But the, that whole Niger mentality, that's so we go rough arm spirits. We move. That, you know, that we move character. That, mm -hmm. that's, those traits don't align with the idea of just, you know, just giving up and always saying, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to put me first. I'm going to prioritize my mental health. If I'm just not feeling something at any point in time, you know, I'll just, I'll just pull back and give up. And, you know, when I do that, you should see me as brave. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm not going to raise my children to have such a pathetic mindset if they want to succeed in this world, man, because you have to work hard. Yeah, you do. You do. Interesting. Mm. That, was, that, was, that was a hot take. Hot take. <laughs> okay. For me, um, you put me on this, you know, what was going on in terms of Simone. How do you pronounce her name again? Simone Biden. Simone Biles, yes, and Naomi. You put me on, so I did some reading. I did some research. I even spoke to my lady about it because I was quite intrigued. Mm. I always like getting yeah. different points of views because, mm -hmm. again, we all can't agree, which is the beautiful thing. Of course. So I spoke to her, and, you know, I was reading, and I saw, like you said, you know, she, she there was a quote where it said when it came to Simone, um, she felt like she wasn't giving her best and she mm -hmm. felt that what she was doing was um, rather com rather complex. And if she wasn't there 100%, she could seriously hurt herself. Mm. Um, and then with that, she felt like she just wasn't there. Like, things just weren't aligning. So, you know, she took a step back. I was like, I can't do this. I don't feel like I'm there. She spoke to the medical department, you know, for America, for USA. Yeah. And whatnot. Okay, so like, hmm. All this sounds like to me is things aren't going your way, mm -hmm. and you're not happy about it. Mm -hmm. So you're just gonna pull out. Yeah. You see, then when you look at Naomi, same. You know where um, she doesn't like speaking to press because it gives her anxiety. Blah blah blah. This is this. Okay, that's cool. But again. Because you don't want to do it, even though it's an mm -hmm. obligation, it's mandatory. Mental health, I get anxiety, I'm going to pull out. Again, this is an obligation. Just like Simone, mm -hmm. it's an obligation. You have to feel whether you like it or not. Like, mm -hmm. this, this isn't something that um, came about newly. This has yeah. been in place. This is part of your sport. This is what you do. With Simone, you are an, you are an athlete. This is what you do. It would mm -hmm. be different if before the competition you said, look, you know what? Mentally, I don't feel ready. Like, mentally, I just... Yeah. That's completely different. But right bang in the middle of this competition, because guess what? You are the... You are the winner. You are, see, you are mm -hmm. the winner. Like, you are the masterpiece. You're the star. You're the star attraction. Exactly. So, we're taking you as a secret weapon. It's so deep that when I think it was, I can't remember whether it was Russia or another country, a girl won. And the dad said, Simone, I'd like to thank you for not competing because if you did, my daughter wouldn't have won. Yeah. You, you, you know, so that happened. So we're not really, I was just, honestly, I was disappointed. Like, 
you, Simone, you just because you're used to things going your way, incredible athlete, mm-hmm. and you're not giving your best, you are quit. You are quitting. That's all it is. You're quitting. Forget everything else. You're quitting. So I spoke to my lady about this. She brought some things to my attention, which I also read mm-hmm. about, and you can also add to this, where yeah. she was doing some very complex turns and flips and whatnot. And mm-hmm. I saw the judges were not giving her points according to that. Mm-hmm. They were giving her points according just they were giving her points in regards to the same things, the basic things that everyone else could do. So even yeah. when she did the complex flips and whatnot, they were not giving her points for mm-hmm. that. So that also messed with her and she was affected like fuck this, what's the point? Blah blah blah. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-hmm. So that happened. And again, that's a fucked up thing. You train hard, you come up with these stunts, you should be giving points. It doesn't matter if anyone else, if the other people are not able to do them. That's irrelevant. But okay. So I now look at the flip side. Mm-hmm. Because first things first, for me, um, didn't see it coming. Mm. I had a mental breakdown. No jokes. Yeah. Um, I was just standing there and I snapped. Yeah. Effectively. Um, luckily my lady was there and because at first we we got into a little um it was a petty argument, that's the truth. It was petty and that's what messed with me because it was a petty argument, but it wasn't it shouldn't even gotten there because it was so silly. So I was trying to figure out why am I getting angry? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. why getting angry? And then I effectively snapped. And I realized I snapped because I had been suppressing, like you said, you know, with Nigeria, yeah. things going in Nigeria, life or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I was just suppressing everything. I was suppressing, 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 like months, years, whatever. And I popped. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say, you see, when you look at a lot of these athletes, it's important for us to remember this. They are incredibly young. Yeah. We are, we see them as superstars, which they are. They're superstars, they're celebrities, but these people, 18, 19, 20, 21, even Ronaldo, let's me talk about Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo's yeah. 35, 36. That's not old. <laughs> not at all. You know, that's not old. You look at Mbappe, 22. That's not, that's a, he's a little boy. Bro, he's just fresh, fresh out of uni. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I look at it this way. You look at Naomi and Simone. There's so much pressure on them, on their shoulders from the rest of the world. They're taking their country on their backs. You know, they have eyes on them. And honestly, we don't know how we, how they handle it because we're not their friends. We're not their family members. And I just believe after some time, they snap because it mm-hmm. all gets too much, which is mm-hmm. very understandable. When it comes to mental health or breaking down like me, for example, you don't see it coming. Yeah. And it just hits you. So I don't want necessarily be too hard on them because only you know what you're going through. Any, everyone else is out to have an opinion. Only you know what you're going through. However, what I will say is this. 
in general, forget Simone, Naomi, in general, what I would say is there are people that are actually going through mental issues. They have mental health problems. But now, because everyone is using it as a cop-out, it is being... it is being watered down. It, it's, it's, this is, this it's, is my issue. Yes, it's not being taken as seriously again. Because when something, when, when, when the going gets tough, oh my God, I have to protect myself. Oh, this is mm-hmm. too much. Oh, when mm-hmm. I can't be bothered, I just don't feel right. It doesn't make me happy. It does anxiety. Mm-hmm. You're being lazy. That's all mm-hmm. you are. You're being lazy. You you're giving up because you can't be bothered to push yourself. You are scared. You're scared of failure. That's that, that's that's all. It's nothing to do with mental health. So that's that's the problem I have now. Like you said, everything now when someone can't bother to do something or a lazy, it's mental health. No one is disputing that mental health is a isn't a huge issue. It is, but we also have to sit down and ask ourselves is everything a mental health issue or are you just being lazy and can't be bothered mm-hmm. that's the problem i have with it because oh boy it's only in the last i think two to four or five years that mental health has come to the forefront and people are really you know bringing that to the table and telling us that look man we're not robots we have mm-hmm. to protect the mental which we do but at the same time, we have to, lack of a better term, man up, woman yeah. up, because life is not easy. It does get tough. You are allowed to have a breakdown like I did. I had the breakdown, blah, 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 was tough. But you know what? I said, we go again. Yeah, you have to, you have to build yourself back up after the breakdown. We go again because there's something my mom um, said years, years ago. She said, look, it's okay. Have your little cry. Mm-hmm. Be sad. But the next day, you go again. That's it. You go because this, you can, you can go through life talking about mental health, mental health, mental health. But at the end of it, you're not going to get, no, you're not going to get any perks from it. You're not going to get any benefits. You're not going to. Achieve what you are actually capable of if you pushed yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I look at Naomi and the her pulling out of press conferences, I'm sorry, but that's an obligation. Yeah. You have to fulfill your obligation. I, I, you can't just one day say, you know, if it was, you know what, right now, this one press conference, this one interview, I don't want to do it. Fair enough. But you can't just come out and say, you know what, I'm going to effectively boycott press conferences. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. You're a star. You can't do that. Like, people want to see you talk. Yeah. People want to get your and, point of view. And, and this is how many of these journalists make a living. These, uh, this is their job. This is how they feed their families. Yes, they're going to write pieces about you. They want to get to know more about you. Nobody is saying it's easy, especially straight after a match, whether you win or lose. It's not, but it's an obligation. Like in football, we all know Alex, Alex Ferguson hated interviews. Mm-hmm. We all know. There's times that he just said, you know, I'll chop the fine. No problem. Just give me the fine. Give me the fine. But it's an obligation. Yeah. 
yes, Simone, yes. Simone. I said, all I saw is that yes, things are not going your way. I'm like a spoiled little brat. You said, yeah, I'm not. I, I ain't about that. I'm good. I'm good. I'll pass. And when people are talking about, you know, what does she have to prove? It's not, it's not about anything. It's not about you proving anything. I'm sorry, but there are people that paid their subscription for the Olympics to watch you. There are people yeah. that flew to Tokyo to watch you. Mm-hmm. There are kids that have your names on their backs. They, mm-hmm. they look at you as a role model. And what do they see? You gave up. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it. So, you know, no one is disputing the seriousness of mental health. But at the same time, let's really sit down and ask ourselves some tough questions. Is it really mental health or are you just being lazy and things are mm-hmm. going your way? That's it. That's how I feel about it. But I said, I completely understand mental because, bro, huh, that people that are going through shit, but they soldier on. But again, people that are listening to this right now, I'm going to tell you, it is okay to have a breakdown. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. We're human. You have Definitely. your breakdown. And I'm thankful my lady was there to help me through it because, bro, Bettina, I did not see it coming. I didn't even know. You I never just, do. I just snapped. You never I like, do. I was like, what the? It was so deep, bro. I threw my phone. Bro, I, <laughs> speaking, speaking of phones, you see, I threw my phone, but, bro, I was, look, it was so deep. I threw my phone on my softest carpet. <laughs> I, thought, I was like, oh, fuck this. I threw it on the soft carpet and it landed. And as I, as I was angry, I looked at the phone and it was still good. I was like, okay, I'm <laughs> So, yeah, it's okay. And I completely understand because, as I said, they're kids. They are mm-hmm. kids that have the world on their shoulder, expectation and whatnot. But at the same time, life is tough. Things won't go our way. And that's okay. But we go... Because you see, those failures, those losses, that's what makes us stronger. Absolutely. That's what pushes us. Just because we're not winning doesn't mean, you know, I'm going to give up now. I'll try again when I can win. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. If it worked like that, life would be ideal. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that. So There's a... there's um Because you, you know... Partly due to betting or entirely due to betting, I got mm. very, very much into MMA, UFC, to okay. the point where today, Omar is, is, is like a tie between what my favorite sport is, between football and UFC. Is that deep? Damn. Okay. Yeah. So um, there's a retired Russian fighter. I don't know if you know him. His name is Khabib Nurmagomedov. My boy. The eagle. The- Undefeated. Bro, that guy is a bear. Bro, like he's I I can't even explain the admiration I have for that guy. He's he's a killer. That's the you one know. that had that's him and him and McGregor fought now. Yeah, then he and, got and suspended he, and, and he, all he that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, destroyed. That guy's a beast. That guy fights yeah. bears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was fighting. There's a video of him fighting a bear when he was like yeah. seven years old in yeah. in the Caucasus Mountains. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I bring up I bring up Habib because um, in his last fights before he officially retired, de- retired twenty nine and zero, undefeated, you know, arguably the greatest of all time. So a few months before the fight, his dad died as a result of COVID. Yes, yes, yes. He yes. was absolutely devastated. He pushed mm. on. 
he still went on. Imagine that kind of trauma. Imagine that kind of grief you're carrying. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he, he, he dealt with it. He had his support system, but he pushed on, you know, was still training for the fights. Mm-hmm. Then a few weeks before his final fights, and this was a fight that, you know, most MMA followers were saying is going to be one of his toughest. He, he secretly broke his foot. He broke his toe. Wow. Didn't tell anybody. Didn't tell oh, wow. a single soul. Imagine preparing for your final fight when there's so much uncertainty. His dad, by the way, is the one who raised him, who coached him before every fight, who taught him how to fight. And his dad was no more. His dad was no longer by his side for the first time ever. Damn. And then you break your foot. You break, you break um, a few toes a few, a few weeks before the fights, he says nothing. He keeps training. He, he tries to find a way around it. Khabib gets to the, the, to the cage, the octagon, destroys the opponents, submits him in the second round. Mm. After winning, in the middle of the cage, Khabib, who's like seen as one of the manliest, toughest men to ever exist, mm. he breaks down and he starts crying. There you go. He is crying his eyes out. He's calling mm. out for his father. Mm. It was one of the most heartwarming moments I've ever seen. Like it got me emotional. And I bring it's the- okay. It's okay. You cried. I know. I get it. No, nah, I didn't cry. No, no, no. Thug, thug. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, I bring this up to say that in spite of everything, in spite of it would have been so easy. In, in that moment, the easy thing to do would have been to give up, to pull out, to say, I can't do this. You know, I, I need to protect my own energy. I need to take care of myself mentally. Mm. He still found a way to perform when it was necessary while having his own support system, while mm. relieving on his mother. When the, when the bright lights came on, he showed them who the fuck the ego was. Yeah. Yeah. And that that story of Khabib is just a short, it's it's it perfectly captures what life is all about. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, anybody who tells you that you're not going to go through all manner of horrific challenges is lying to you. Mm-hmm. So, but the question is, when you're faced with those challenges, are you going to give up in the name of protecting your own energy, in the name of mental health? Or are you going to find healthy ways to deal with that trauma and still do what is required? That's a very good question. That's a really good question. It's a, you see, it's as simple as this, going to the gym and working out. Mm-hmm. Are you going to push through it? You're gonna be a little pussy. Hurts like That's a bitch. Good. I can tell you firsthand. It hurts. Proof. It hurts. I started. I I started playing football after a year and a half yesterday. Mm. I ain't gonna lie. It wasn't easy, but I pushed through it. I'm not even saying that's on the same scale as some of the things we're talking about. But that hey, it starts with that. Yeah. How about that? It starts with that. You see, and there's a question. You see, I want to ask. I want to pose this question to you. You see, when you look at Nigeria, for example, uh, deve- well, I don't know if it's developing is the word or underdeveloping or whatever you want to put it, regressing, whatever. Oh, a zoo jungle, okay. And then you put a developed nation like, let's say, 
America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We would you say the undeveloped, underdeveloped nation? Yeah. You can't compare them to develop because we don't have the luxury of mental health or or going into you know what let's safeguard our mental health. I need a time. I need some time off compared to let's say America that they they do have that leeway to talk yeah. about their mental health because the government is taking care of them. They have mm. a good support system when it comes to their economy and whatnot. They even yeah. have sick sick days from work to handle that. Mm. But in the jungle that is Nigeria, we don't have that. Yeah. Because I'm more mental health. I don't look at you and say, this way, be like, say, you know, I walk <laughs> And you just have to push to the side and get on with it. So would you say, you know, it's a context also context plays a factor that people that are, you know, you, you have no choice but to do this will suck it up compared to people that, you know, more, no matter what, the, 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 the ability due to the governance of their country. I, def- I definitely would say that. I, I think not all, because I don't want to come off as insensitive or ignorant mm-hmm. about the about mental health, but mm-hmm. a lot of the conversations around mental health in America especially strike me as first world problems. And that's why I ask this. Yeah. The way, the way they talk about it, the way they coddle people, the way they use terms like microaggressions, oh, I'm triggered, I don't mm-hmm. like hearing this, oh, you made me upset, your words are violence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All these childish attempts to avoid facing reality and the challenges of being an adult, mm-hmm. these are things that are luxuries. And like you said, you can, aff- you can almost afford to do that when you have a welfare state. When you yes. have a government that can pay you monthly checks, when you have uh, some form of uh, med- uh, medical care for the very poor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In Nigeria, that's why that's, we joke about it, but in Nigeria, <laughs> in the last few years, people have been using the, the phrase hustle low, hustle low. They use that because we understand that here, at the end of the day, if you don't push through, if you don't find a way to manage these issues that you're facing, these challenges, there is no support system for you. It's definitely not from the states, not from the government. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you don't find a way to push through, if you don't find healthy ways to deal with you know, your struggles, your mental health issues, yes. if you don't find that personal support system, if you feel like, oh, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to give up, I'm just going to, you know, start talking in code and buzzwords and saying that, oh, I'm not feeling it. Oh, I'm struggling. Oh, Mm -hmm. I need to protect my own energy. At the end of the day, you are the only one that is going to suffer it and your quality of life is going to be horrific. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yes, context and, you know, the situation you find yourself in, the country you find yourself in definitely plays a huge role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're just not afforded the um those luxuries. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't feel like it today. You don't go. Oh, when the park caught your lights, 
Now you know what's going to happen now. I'm telling and, you. And, and that's a sad reality. That's yeah. a sad reality. We're, we're not, because don't get it twisted. A lot of Nigerians have mental health is a huge problem. For them. It's huge. It's huge. We're of, very, very repressed in this country. A lot of people don't even realize. That's why, just, you know what, go for a drive and you can just feel the tension from taxi and, drivers from the people walking, from the security mm-hmm. at the door, from the people helping you park your car, the people yeah. hawking food, you can feel that everyone is a second away or a wrong word away from snapping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have no choice but to push through it because, like you said, there is no support system. Mm-mm. So, yeah, that's, that's the sad reality of it when it comes to the topic of mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it, man. Wow, that was a loaded, <laughs> a loaded start. God damn. Yeah. But uh, very important to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of loaded, your boy, <laughs> Da Baby. <laughs> the damn fucking idiot. The baby. <laughs> Just if you want a lecture on how to fumble the bag. Jeez. Just watch that um, live performance, how he ended it. Just just watch it. So cringeworthy. <laughs> there was absolutely no need. <laughs> like, he killed the performance. Then he decided to talk about if you don't... You know, do you remember actually what he said? Because I, I remember bits... I, I have the full quotes right oh, here. You know, that's even perfect. Please, read out the full quote. So after going ham, this man now yeah. goes, go on. The baby says, if you didn't show up today with HIV AIDS or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two or three weeks, yeah. ladies, if your pussy smell like water, put a cell phone light in the air. Fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, <laughs> put a cell phone light in the air. End quote. <sighs> Just so unnecessary. Ridiculous. In Nigeria, they'll say it's village people. Yeah, it's village people, they walk. It's village people, they walk. He, he doesn't know about the village people. The village people. Mm-hmm. What was the need making those statements? If you don't have HIV, AIDS, or those sexual, like, put... what, huh? what? sounds like a piece of shit. Like I don't even, I don't even understand the point of the statement. You no, you are a piece of shit. That's what you. <laughs> Why would you make those statements if you're not sucking dick in the park, nigga? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. The world of today. Mm-hmm. We all have very different, strong opinions when it comes to the LGBTQ community. The alphabet people. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have different views. However, I'm going to tell you something now, people. 
It's not every place you share these opinions. Yep. Especially, especially when you're in that line of business and entertainer and the Mm -hmm. pickers. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. A lot of your investors, a lot of your endorsements and sponsorship deals, Mm -hmm. a lot of them are very conscious of the community. Mm -hmm. And if by any chance you are upsetting that community, they will pull the plug. You know why? Because they will lose way too much financially to be involved with you. Mm. (laughs) I just... So, you see, he said that, and to compound and add to the stupidity, he now proceeded to say, you know what, you guys are trying to bully me, it's not going to work, if you don't fuck with me, go away. And the moment he made that, bro, peace sponsorship deals, endorsement deals, the concerts he was going to perform in, bro, everybody is cancelling him. Yeah. Like, bro, it's so deep. First of Elton John doesn't come out and talk about anybody. Until so they doesn't grace us with his presence at all. Nope. So for Elton John to come out and reference the baby, like, who is the baby to Elton John? Exactly. And to tell him that, what are you trying to say? That gay people are the ones that pass on HIV, HIV, AIDS, and STDs? Is that what you're trying to say? Mm-hmm. To hell with you. Then you have um, Dua, Dua Lupa. Dua Lipa, whatever the Dua hell. Dua Coming out and saying that, you know, people don't stream the remix to the debate because I don't condone that. I don't stand by that. Stream the singles. Yeah. Just because of your stupidity. Just because, you see, this is the thing. When niggas, and I use that term, niggas, <laughs> believe so much in their own hype with too many yes men mm-hmm. they run amok were you, yeah. were, you were you too turned off the world I don't know what, what you were sipping on what you were drinking like I, I don't know that he decided to make this like do you understand this statement you're making your you have fans that are gay Mm-hmm. You have fans that might have HIV AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> you yes. have fans that have STDs. You have like so you're making that statement like, huh? Like, like even when people were shouting, you if you read the room, because people are like, um, huh? <laughs> like, what? Like, huh? What are you doing? And what gets you that like, he's still not back down, he's still running with it. You have people like Tory Lanez coming out and backing him, like of all people. Yeah, that's that's not someone you want in your corner right now. Of all people, Tory Lanez is coming out. Like, I'm sorry, man. Nigga, just put your hand up and say you know my bad. Like I don't, I, I don't care if you don't agree with it, you don't want to do it. Look, you people talk about providing a better life for yourself and your family, right? If you keep going, bro, by the time they are done with you, you will be blackballed. <laughs> 
you will not be able to perform anywhere. Yeah. It's silly, man. Now that whole, yeah. I was I was just shaking my head. Like I don't care if you do not like if you don't like gay people, cool. If you like mm. them, cool. But you don't have to share everything. Because let's not act like we don't know we live in a very sensitive world. Yeah. That's so important. We live in a very sensitive but this isn't even about people being sensitive. This is about you just saying unnecessary things. Completely unnecessary. Put your hand, put your put your phone up in the air if you're not going to suck dick. Referring to men, nigga, huh? Mm-hmm. Just perform and get off stage. <laughs> nah, man, that's honestly. I I don't know what else to say to that. But if you want to know how to fumble the bag, exhibit A. Yep. Please, you you carry on. Cause... And for someone who who is in uh, the entertainment industry, who is always who's a rapper, who's bragging about how much money he makes. If you like money that much, why did you do something so fucking stupid that is fucking Thank up your money? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And and let's not act like he's going to try and play it off like it wasn't much, bro. This guy has lost millions of dollars in the last couple oh, of days. Oh. oh, for sure, for sure. Like, don't play yourself. He has lost millions of dollars. Over okay. what? Like, for, for what, what could he possibly have gained from that statement? It wasn't like he was saying anything important or insightful or even controversial but interesting. He was just being, just being a dick. Yeah, just being a dickhead. That's all. Just being a, just being, just being a knob. And this, this <clears throat> is my problem, not just with him in particular, but with a certain kind of machismo man. Mm-hmm. I do not like when guys in the name of, oh, alpha male, oh, bravado, oh, sticking out my chest, when guys start talking too damn much. Yup. <laughs> and that is, that is the baby's problem. He's always running into trouble, always running his mouth, always fighting always getting involved in some stupid shit. He's just t- saying and doing too much. Too much. Too much. <laughs> I don't get it. It was... Like, I think the, the first time I watched the video and I listened to what he said, I, I was laughing out of awkwardness because I'm like, wait, am <laughs> I missing... Is there some, like, missing context that I'm not really getting? How I did we get confused? <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's exactly that's what, how did we get here? Nigga, you just performed one of your pop catchy songs, mm-hmm. and then you're talking about you being against homosexuality. And, and calling 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 them nasty for for sucking dick in a parking lot and then Railing against people who have HIV AIDS. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Nigga. It was a train wreck. It was a mess. It was a train wreck. And it's it's interesting, you know, in the I think a few minutes before we started recording this pod, I saw that he has finally given a real apology. Clearly, the money he was losing became oh. too much. Oh, he has? Yeah. yeah. He said. 
He said, social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. I want to apologize to the LGBTQ plus 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 community for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. Oh, the white man wrote that. Oh, oh you know now. Uh, his publicist, his lawyer, his manager, they got him in a room and said, listen, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing money here. Like, <laughs> nigga, we're losing money. Like, I have to get paid. <laughs> like, people have dropped deposits for Rolls Royces. You're out here talking yeah. about it. <laughs> you are going to have to sell every single one of your ugly ass bust downs if you keep this up. Jesus. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't It was just, it was just so necessary. But hey, hopefully. He learns from this, hopefully. Because you could say it's 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 still quite early in his career. Yeah, and you know he makes some changes, but with the baby, bro, like you said, he speaks so much, he talks too much. Mm-hmm. I see another fuck up coming. Yeah, probably. But one thing I'm gonna tell a lot of people right now. Do not mess with the LGBT community. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I don't care your beliefs, your stance when it comes to that, the community. Just be very careful. If you don't agree with them, do not speak. If you're <laughs> against them, do not speak. No, because let's, let, let, let's, let's be very honest. A lot of people are against homosexuality. Absolutely. A That's lot true. of people, the lot of people that will kill you for being gay. <laughs> Jeez. This is the sad. This is this story. Look, this is the world we live in. When yeah. I was younger, when we were younger, I didn't understand it. I was like, "What the hell is this bullshit? Why would you want to stick your penis inside inside a man's booty hole? Like, what the of hell? That's, 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 that's fucking nasty." But as you grow older, you're like, you know what? Well, honestly, I had a conversation with my mother, and I said, "Look." Because obviously our parents, their their way of thinking, understandably, is very backwards and different and traditional. Like mm-hmm. this comes about the first thing they say in the Bible. It says, mm-hmm. "Okay." So I had a conversation with my mom. I'm not going to mention the person we're talking about, but a popular person in Nigeria. And I said, "Look, man, this person can do whatever they want to do because guess what? It doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. If you choose to live that way, it is what it is. I might not agree with it." I might not understand it, but guess what? That's your life. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to persecute you for it. For it, Because at the end of the day, man, if that's where you find happiness and your true love, so be it. Yeah. But one thing I always say, like actually, I got into when I was university that we had um, a guy in our class that was gay. Okay. I, I was cool with the person. I had no problem with the person. He was actually a very cool guy. But then he started to play silly games. I can't pitch my ass. I'm like, look, bro. <laughs> Look, yeah, I'm cool with you, guys. But try to shit, I'll knock you out. Like I don't like. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not playing that game. I'm not playing those games. You're cool, you're cool with him, yeah. Prove it. Prove it. <laughs> you fuck up before you idiot. I'm on. <laughs> like so. There's so. I'm look. You can, but don't play those silly games because if we really want to be, if we really want to get into it, that's sexual harassment. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. It's sexual harassment. <laughs> so. You know, so as I grew older, I understood that look, man, it doesn't affect me. This is their life, they can do whatever they want to do with it. It is what it is. 
Yeah. So I'm cool with that. But a lot of people, they're against that. I think that's where you are. I'm telling you right now, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Bite your tongue. Do not say shit. Especially if you're in a field that, you know, you can make quite a bit of money and you're always uh, in the faces of people. Yeah. Just, just keep, especially entertainers, just keep quiet. Because so many people have been cancelled. So many people. Especially with social media now where all it takes for someone to pull their phone out and record you, you're done. Yep. You're done. Even someone you believe that's what that's one of your guys, someone in the crew. Oh the person will sneak your phone out, record you and post it on the shade room. That's yes, now sell, sell it to TMZ. Quickly. Sell it one time. Get a couple thousand couple thousand. That's it. So yeah, man. That's hopefully you learned from it, but Jesus, that was so unnecessary. It was just what an idiot. Like, nigga, you could have you could have used that power to say, you know what? Um, we still need to arrest the cops that killed Brianna Taylor. Mm. Um, but you could have done anything. You could have said anything. <laughs> anything of any of relevance. Like, but coons will keep cooning. Jeez. Coons will keep cooning. But yeah, man. So uh, going from that to Hush Poppy. <laughs> the man, the myth, legend. The kingpin himself. The man that had people saying, God, when? The, the inspiration. I see what you're doing for others. From rags to riches. When will it be my turn? <laughs> After you, now you. Don't I pray also? <laughs> so hopped on the ground I think it was the last week oh, he has been he pleaded guilty so mm-hmm. tw- 20 years they're giving him yep and in that it was interesting because names were popping up poop, 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 different names that he had been linked with different Singing names like- he had you he had connived with Mm-hmm. And one popular name, and why this name is so funny to me, I want to see yourself because this same person was at Obi Kubana's mother's funeral, can you, standing can you... next to him. Commissioner, please <laughs> say his name for the people. Abakiari, DCP. Oh, okay. He was there balancing. We were like, ah, what was this one doing there? Okay. Mm. So we opened and the FBI gave a very detailed report. Yeah. This was it was bro, it was so detailed that they were quoting Pigeon. Bro, it was phenomenal. This was oh you see, when I see things like this, Nigerians think how things function here is how the rest of the world works. Mm. Bro, the FBI lets you know that or more. They know their shit. So they said, Hosh Poppy and your commissioner of police have been conniving and laundering money. My God. Hosh Poppy and his colleague in the Yahoo Yahoo industry Mm -hmm. got into a little dispute over money and his colleague decided to fuck over Hosh Poppy by telling the person they were trying to scam that Tosh Poppy was scamming him. Yeah. So if the 
the person they were trying to scam goes through this other guy, he won't get scammed. Mm-hmm. So, this is what it is. Yahoo person, they tried to Yahoo to his fellow Yahoo man. <laughs> and Hoshopi found out and decided to speak to his boy boy, the commissioner of police, mm-hmm. and tell him to arrest this guy. Can you imagine? And I was actually reading today. You know what? I'm going to read it. Because I got the... I got the actual... Oh, like, okay, there we go. Yes. The further has alleged the money laundry suspect about mm-hmm. Ramon, a.k.a. Hush Puppy, paid 8 million naira, or $20,600, to the embattled Deputy Commissioner of Police, Abakari, to arrest and detain a co-conspirator, Chibuzo Kelly Vincent. Bro, I repeat, 8 million naira. To the deputy commissioner of police, a Yahoo boy, a fraudster, is bribing your DCP. I think you have a country. Bro, then I'm going to read a quote. Hey. Where it said, Hosh Poppy, listen, is telling, this is straight quote, text message, because the DC asked him, um, what's going on? What happened? This is what Hosh Poppy mm. says. What he did is, first off, that, this is why this is brilliant by the FBI, because they're quoting the Bagans also. Oh, yes, no. He said, what he did is, I have one job. The job wants to pay me $575,000, um, i.e. $575,000. He went to message the job behind me because I told him to help me make one document for me to give the job. <laughs> then he went, he has a, I gave him the details. Then he went to message the job behind my back and tried to divert the money. And in this process, he tell the job because of the documents he gave me that I gave the job. He tell the job, these documents they sent you before, these people are fake, blah, 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 blah. After listening to the message, Abekeri wrote, okay, I understand, but he has not succeeded. <laughs> My God. Bro. So... Your DC effectively knows that okay, this is what Shopee does for Yahoo boy. And he's paying him to jail as in a commissioner, a deputy commissioner, Yahoo boy has him in his pocket. So this all unfolds and then the deputy commissioner of police comes out because he believes we're all very stupid and foolish. And he says, oh, Hoshopi, no, 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 no. He saw me wearing one cap and tried, and he liked the material. So I put him in contact with the tailor. And he sent 300,000 naira straight to the tailor's account. And the tailor now brought the material and the sewn outfit to our headquarters as per FedEx holding station. Yes, now, God is And then Hoshopi came and picked it up, and that is all I've done with him. Mm. Because we're fools, Abby. Because we're fools. Anyway, this is the same country that tried to sell us 
a story about snake swallowing money. So yes. anything is possible. Exactly. The FBI said, you know what? Oh, you're gonna think you're you're, tra- you're trying to you're trying to say that. You know what? We're gonna we're just gonna release everything. When you were in Dubai, Hosh Puppy gave you a car to be using. Sure, you saw those messages. Why is so- a man telling his fellow man, "I'll be, I promise to be a good boy to you, sir"? It was so weird. A sexual message. Very, why, very. Strong. Why is the commissioner of police sending him selfies from his office? <laughs> why is he posing as sending? Look, yeah. Whatever that is, that was just weird. But yeah, so the FBI opened everything. Like, oh, you think we're fools, yeah? Yeah. Showed us when the transfer was made. Showed us the account. Showed us the bank. Ah, my gosh. gosh. If your your commissioner of police is engaging with a Yahoo boy, yeah. Because of money. Hosh was talking about how he will settle his boys. That he doesn't want that guy to come and let him rot there. Give him the beating he will remember. Bro, man was moving like El Chapo. He was sending out hits. Yeah. He, he definitely felt untouchable. Just imagine. If he could bribe someone that high up, it just shows you that the rot is so deep in this country, man. Hi. Man, man, man. (laughs) You see, you read this story, bro. It's crazy, but it's not surprising. No. That's the thing. It's no. not surprising. Because there's some other names linked with Hush Poppy. There's some mm. other names, very, very serious names. Mm-hmm. Because you see, the fact of the matter is a lot of these Yahoo boys are needed by politicians. 1000%. They need them to move their money, they need them to clean their money. Mm-hmm. When um, elections hit, who do you think? Are heavily involved. It's Yahoo boys. Yeah, boys are the one that fund. This guy, they fund campaigns for sure. Yahoo boys are the ones that fund the music industry in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of your, a lot of your artists are Yahoo boys. Absolutely, a lot of musicians are Yahoo boys. Come to you come know. to phase one. Come to phase one, and you see all manner of shopping malls, eateries, you know, clothing stores that have no customers. They they receive no foot traffic, and I know, know the rents in phase one. The rent mm-hmm. is crazy. How how in the world can such a business afford to to stay afloat when they receive when they're having no revenue? It's a front. Uh, for Lao Shibo, they're always laughing now. They're always saying that this is Yahoo Central now. There you go. There you go. It's, you know, you look at some of these clubs, mm. some, of these, some of these spots, these lounges, these bars. All it, Bro, even car dealerships. Oh. <laughs> the rot oh. is deep. 
all the fronts. And why it's so deep and nothing will change soon is because these higher-ups need them. Yeah. That's it. So it's, it's, it's just a mess. It's a mess. This guy, Hush Pop, you see, why I laugh, I laugh so hard is because I remember I had a conversation with my lady. This was, I think, a week before the FBI busted him. Yeah. I told her, I said, this guy's cop is getting full. And boom, we were blessed with that Hollywood picture. Jeez. Of him being taken. I love this. I, lo- I love the look of complete confusion on his face. Bro, I'm like, there you go. You see, because what I didn't like about him was that he was clowning people that work legal nine to five. Oh, jobs. no, that was, that was the most disgraceful. He was the bragging about he was bragging about how much his driver earns compared mm-hmm. to people in banks mm-hmm. in Nigeria. It was. <laughs> I was just laughing, like man. That's why I said in our previous podcast, I ended and I said, um, "Do not ever, do not ever be oppressed or intimidated by people that steal money." Yeah. Yeah. Because because, look at it now. My guy is in jail. Mm-hmm. All the Gucci, all the Rolls Royce he had, the watches he had, everything he. Threw- you jealous with worth nothing now all taken all seized by the time they're done with him he'll be worse than the people that were shouting his praises in the comment section of insta blog niger yep yep i said when he's done he'll be walking the streets of niger and nobody will recognize him Fucking idiots. So you know, you ask yourself, this this Yahoo, is it worth it? Is it the people in the comment section? You see, smartphones dumb people. Yeah. This is a, this is why Nigeria is not gonna progress anytime. So because forget governors, forget politicians, forget our leaders, the people themselves are fucking dumb. Yeah. People were still saying that you know what. Omar, is it not just 20 years ago? Omar, I will still do the time. I would do. I would have done the same as him. Enjoyed life. Smell it better than poverty. No morals. <laughs> Hammer by force. That's the mentality. Anything goes. I'm sharper than you. Uh, philosophy. God punish poverty. <laughs> poverty, die. The worst you can do in this life is be poor. Hmm. The only, the only sin is to be poor. Just look at the nonsense. This guy was a, a pure criminal. Yeah. Full on arm and, robber. Yeah, full on. And the thing the thing that always used to bust my head about this Hush Poppy story is even at the time he was on top of the world, everybody knew what he actually did for money. Yes. Like it was, it was an open secret. Everyone knew <laughs> yeah. he was a fraudster, he was a thief, a criminal. And yet, this guy was the bell of the ball, the talk of the town. There's nobody that Hush Poppy did not take pictures with, from Davido mm-hmm. to Wizkid to Tammy Abraham to Kim mm-hmm. Pembe to, to Mbappe. 
to like the, what's, <laughs> what's, what's, what's uh, uh, Blow, uh, Virgil. You mean pictures of Virgil? Yes. You know, there's a video of Mbappe saying, oh, hush puppy, hush puppy. Like this dude was so well known and people praised him like a god. And it was, at the time, I found it so disturbing because I always used to say, wait, just pause one second. We all know what this guy does for money, right? (laughs) <laughs> I'm just glad that in a previous episode you said uh, you can't buy class and it's very true I'm just glad that someone with no sauce who almost single-handedly ruined the brand of Gucci is in jail he needs a lifetime sentence for that alone <laughs> this dude um, had no like this dude used to wear monstrous monstrous outfits in the name of designer this guy tarnished Gucci man Jesus Christ. And people, I'm, man, there are people that know this guy personally, you know, that suck up to him. That, but me personally, I don't care. I say what's right. I used to say that I'm not impressed by this BS and you see them all quiet or trying to justify. About, mm. Oh, he's good for the economy. You see how much he spent at so 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 and so club. People were fighting for his number, inviting him to the club so he can spend. I'm just like, man, just look at this nonsense. Just look at what you're impressed by. And we and I was in the previous episode, the episode before that, when we spoke about groupies. Mm-hmm. Exactly, bro. Hush Poppy had so many groupies. Yeah, all, all Hush Poppy's groupies were niggas, to be honest. They were <laughs> niggas. They were niggas. I would just sit there sometimes. I'll just go ahead and observe how people are talking about. Omo, oh, this guy came and he spent this so. Omo, oh, he did this so. But I'm just looking like, kai, kai, kai. Ill gotten money can never impress me. Never for the money, go and use your hard earned legal buck and buy something. I'll say, you know what, take my hat off to you because the shit ain't easy. Is it to steal money? Ah, is it to steal money? Like, I've seen that game, I've been in the room and I've seen that game. People do this shit, do this Yahoo, and I just looked at it like, man, people get my end. You people are scamming people of their hard-earned money. Old ladies of their pensions. Old men of their pensions. Bloody COVID relief money you're trying to steal. Yeah. Animals. COVID. Just to to splurge it on on a fourth Richard Mill. Bro, I said... FBI did work and told us. You see that Richard Mill on his Instagram? Yeah, that was part of the money he was laundering. And he said to this Richard Mill, this one, this one, that he got the Kai, I know go mind did that auction. If money did like that, I was go to auction, bro. Cop things for like 60% off. Yep. God damn. Because now all that shit, everything. It's just going to be auctioned off. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Because that people don't say, ah, I have Hush Puppy's car now. <laughs> I have his watch now. Yes, I have it. <laughs> it's just, it's not worth it, man. People listening to this, I'm sure we do have some 
aspiring Yahoo boys and girls. Shit ain't worth it, man. Nope. It's not it's not what yes, you can say you know what. And you know, let me be Paul. I think I've ever told you this. Um, somebody created a fake page using my mother's name on Instagram. Wait, what? Yeah. Created a fake page. I was posting pictures of Google, blah blah blah, saying that you know she she can flip your money. Give oh, her money, wow. she'll flip that you know that typical scam now. Flip your money, yeah. give me a hundred, uh-huh. give me a hundred, and I flip it to one thousand, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I messaged the page. I was like, I was like, mommy, when did you get Instagram now? What's, what's happening? Then I messaged the person. I said, look, man, I messaged the page. I said, I guess shit is tough. I get it. You know what? If you want to do this shit, no problem. But just don't use my mother's name. Yeah, that's and, supremely fucked up. And the person responded to me said, guy, a more country thoughtful. Like, it's just, I'm just trying to eat. But you know what? If you want me to take down that page, send me some money. Oh my gosh. As for blackmailing me. Like, I care that much. Like, everyone knows this is not her page. <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm just telling you, like, this is messed up. So, when I didn't respond, he clearly maybe started panicking normal. I'm tracking him or whatever. Baba mm. changed the page. The page disappeared. Idiots. So... You see, you see, that's just the scam. Look at the little scams going on. So you people that maybe are aspiring to do, it's not worth it. Yes, I know. You could say, but oh, well, you're very poor. You have a family to take care of. You have kids. I get that. But I'm sorry to there are other options. There will always be other options. Yeah. If you want to start, as much as, yes, I clown people say, oh, but there's so much jollof rice on the streets and you people can't cook. Baba, cook the jollof rice and sell. Mm-hmm. Make it and sell. Fry puff puff. Fry a car. It's because, man, you can be on top of the world, but when it comes for you, they will take everything. Everything. <laughs> and then what? Well, what do you do then? Yeah. You now you now have to start again. Legal. And most of you can't. You can't. <laughs> fuck is ever going to employ you you can't one google search and and the interview tells you thank you for coming we'll get back to you you see there's that and there's the simple fact that these people don't even understand hard work no they don't they don't they don't believe in it you were there cruising around your range rover rolls royce bentley and now you have to take uber mm-hmm. now you have to use legacy's bands <laughs> look man it's just <laughs> you people just need to stop being impressed by bullshit, man. Because <laughs> because you people are impressed by bullshit, you give room for these people to continue acting stupidly. That's yep. true. Osh probably loved the attention you guys were giving him. He <laughs> loved it. That's why he kept doing it. That's why. And you guys kept eating it up. I remember when he bought a rose, there were people in the comment section going back and forth, arguing. Oh, he's... I'm just like, why are you guys so obsessed by this bullshit? Man stole someone's money and used it to buy a Rolls Royce. There is nothing impressive about it. There were pages that used to promote him. Oh, yeah. He was, he was huge. 
full-on celebrity. Because the sad truth was many of these people, you know, promoting him and putting love, love eyes in his comments, many of those people, if you gave them the opportunity, they would do the exact same. No morals, no foundation. They didn't care. So what does that tell you? We're we're okay with immoral acts. If we're okay with someone like Hushabi, we have that's why I don't believe Nigerians are ready for change. No, we're no gonna, way. We're, we're not really gonna question our governors, our senators. Yes, you can do a little rant, but when it counts, we're really not gonna do anything. Yeah. You look at the example of Ghana when they were giving Ghanaians bags of rice. Mm-hmm. And Ghana is the same. Fuck your bag of rice. They were throwing the bags of rice back on the truck, saying, "Give us jobs." One jobs. Do you mean what the fuck do you mean? Give us bags of rice. So you look at that. You go to the comment section. You just see what people are glorifying, what women are glorifying, what men are glorifying, and the saddest part is you have very young bro from sixteen, seventeen, eighteen in the comment section looking at this impressionable people. Yeah, taking this on, like okay, ah, this Yahoo. So if I do this and I can get this thing, mm-hmm. and I can be a big boy, I can buy Gucci, I can buy Louis. Look at this. Life. <sighs> yeah, man. And then you have your commissioner of police, commissioner. We're not talking about person day checkpoint to. I'm not talking about person just no no commissioner. Is there chopping the gains? From crime, doing doing errand boy for a thief. They tell you to go and arrest someone, and you just go and do it because they have they've wired you. It's eight m. Oh, this country. Yeah. Uh, la, 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 la. I don't. I don't actually, like I said, it's not a surprise. It's no, just, it's not. This is the bullshit that goes on. Yep, it is. But it I was is. reading that I believe they suspended him. The com- uh, yeah, the commissioner. They finally suspended him. Um, they, they, they did it out of shame and because oh, because it's a yes, it's a yes. obviously yes, one thousand percent. It's just like a a Nigerian newspaper that broke the story. If it was just People's Gazette, our mother would have just they would have gone to arrest the newspaper editor herself and just squashed it. Yes, one thousand percent. <laughs> one thousand percent. But because America it was everywhere, social media, mm-hmm. on the FBI. There's a warrant out for arrest, so he, he can't even step in step in the States. <laughs> um, wow. Arrest this guy. Like boy boy, you go and arrest him. You send him you send him updates. We got him. Give him the beating of his life, don't we'll deal with him. That this guy starts getting rashes. He said that he started getting started getting rash because of the people in jail with him. Hmm. Started getting rash and he had to go to hospital and whatnot. God. Man. All I can say is if you're involved in Yahoo Yahoo, man, and by any means you're linked to Hosh better on. The guy's guy singing. Singing a full album right now. Singing. Your name might be the next track. 
because to plead guilty and only get 20 years what this guy did mm-hmm. we know we know as it they go <laughs> and it's talking so i'm no remorse for those people man to hell with them fuck them to hell with fuck them, them. them. you see what get what, what i can't understand is you know you're committing a crime people know you're committing a crime but you decide to be so loud yeah. You decide to flaunt it constantly. You decide to talk down on people that are hustling legitimately. <laughs> I don't get it, man. But hey, let him let him do his time. By the time he's out, nobody's gonna recognize him. Twenty <laughs> years? Sheesh. Good luck to him. Oh god. <laughs> But I don't know if Gucci sell jumpsuits because, yeah. Jeez. Gucci down to the socks. Anyway, yeah. Class Ridiculous. So, I have a question for you. Mm. Let's um, go. Have you ever outgrown your friends or been outgrown by your friends? Hmm. Wow. No more. The answer, the answer is yes. So, the answer is yes. To the first question. I've definitely, I've definitely had friends that I've outgrown. I don't know if I wouldn't know if I've been outgrown by my friends. Maybe, but I've, oh. I've never been told. Fair. But, Fair. but yeah, definitely, definitely had friends that have outgrown. And I think it, it's mm-hmm. something that is actually very important for for people to experience mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. as as you get older. You know, you change, you you develop new interests, you go to different places. As your friend is growing, you you two you're growing, but you're growing in different directions. And that's okay. <laughs> and that's absolute. That's what I was about to say. That's absolutely fine. It is not beef. Mm-hmm. This is what some people this is what I've noticed that some people don't really understand. It's not beef to to not to, to not be as close to someone as you were in the past. Stop living in in nostalgia land and thinking, oh, because ah, we were so close growing up, man. Ah, this guy, you were this guy was my guy. So it means that we have to be friends forever. No, it, it doesn't, to be honest. That kind of friendship is actually really, really rare. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's actually mm-hmm. really, really well. You are your guy from nursery school and then he's your best man at your wedding. How often does that really happen? Hardly. Like, come on. How often does that really happen? You know. I think in my own experience, in terms of me outgrowing my friends, I think it started with the, some of the experiences I've had would be maybe number one, noticing that somebody who you see as your guy, your G, you, you begin to notice that the friendship is not friendship, it's work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you begin to notice mm-hmm. that, ah. This, um, this is supposed to be my guy. Why am I why am I the one who's constantly wanting to make it happen, make the friendship come alive? You know, why am I always the one wanting to say, you know, hi, how you doing? Oh, long time. Let's hang out, let's catch up, let's meet up, let's do this, let's do that. The Stress. friendship is always dedicated. You're the one you're carrying it all by yourself. Is that a friendship? Oh, stress, man. <laughs> That's it. That's stress. After a while, man, I wised up. I'm like, <laughs> I said to myself, I'm like, Kelly, what are you doing? Like, yeah. clearly, clearly, this person doesn't see you as someone who is important in their life. And that is fine. <laughs> it's fine, man. 
you have you keep it moving or oh, of course I've, I've also had other friends where you know at the time maybe secondary school maybe primary school you know we mm. were we were very close had similar interests but as we get older i find that maybe i find that i've grown but they haven't grown yes they're still still interested in status they're still interested in being the baddest guy still interested in being the one that girls every girl in the room is looking at still yeah. obsessed with popping bottles in the club living that fast life that fake life still yeah. still doing borrow pose boring clothes from their niggas nigga you're 28 what are you doing <laughs> uh, i can't I can't keep up with that. I'm I'm not on that wave anymore. Like I'm, I don't do that. These, these things don't interest me or impress me. So you grow apart. You grow apart, and that's fine. Yeah. It's not beef. Just go your own way. Find your new circle that is suited to your current needs. Yeah, to that preference of yours. Yeah, it's true. I've also had a, <laughs> this one, you know this very well. I had a particular friend, this guy and I were closer than close, like best of mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. But as we grew older, I noticed a fucked up habit that this dude had. <laughs> this dude, <laughs> you're oh, laughing. God. This dude had the habit of, how do I even how do I even couch this? This okay. This guy would, in effect, act like he didn't know me in public, especially when quotes unquote, oh, the, what the the baby's feeling is there. Yeah, like it would be so deep. It would be so deep that, like, I think it happened once or twice. Yeah, I think it happened twice. I would be having a conversation with someone who I believe is my guy, my nigga. Who are talking and some girl that maybe he's interested in or he's just trying to impress or whatever walks up to us mm-hmm. you know and she knows him or whatever i don't know her mm-hmm. and he's talking to her Omar, as he's talking to her i'm thinking you know cool i'm still here and everything like yeah. we're, we're conversation or she's going to dip and then me and him are going to continue the conversation yeah. we're having and instead, I'd noticed that at the end of the conversation, uh, he'll walk off. I said, I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> I beg, feed, 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 feed. <laughs> I said, oh, Jesus. hell the fuck no. Nah, man. So I say that to say this. If you're, if at your big age, you still have someone who you believe is your friend and they're the kind of person that will switch up because of babe, that primary school behavior, because of babe, woman. You start acting like a corny ass nigga or let's say you start, you know, people who are in the habit of putting down their friends, making their friends feel guy dead that nigga immediately. That guy is a cornball and he's not your fucking friend. Jesus. Dead that shit quickly, quickly, quickly. It's not that's that friendship is not good for you. It's, it's going nowhere. People are ridiculous, man. Human human beings are ridiculous. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah. and, and like you said, it's okay. Because I had this conversation with one of my good friends. 
she was telling mm. me about you know she's honestly felt like she's outgrown her friend and mm. she explained to me everything and whatnot um and i said i completely understand it and guess what it's okay it happens you've done nothing wrong they've yeah. not done anything wrong but you guys paths have just parted ways mm-hmm. and that's fine and you know such people will believe that ah, why are you not talking to me have i done something wrong are we beefing like why now blah, blah. and it's nothing to do with that like you said like we've just grown apart i'm yeah. <clears throat> i'm doing whatever i'm doing you're doing whatever you're doing and we just don't relate we're not mm-hmm. we're not still talking about university boys we're not yeah. talking about homo when is when is ladies night? Like, let's go out for rocks mm-hmm. we're not doing any of that you know and like I told her, it's okay. Everyone, it, it, everyone is different. And there's some people that, man, you're doing well in life. You're progressing. You're hustling. And they're doing nothing. Mm, speak you, on it. Oh. You can't carry them. You can't. You, you see, people always say, if I win, my whole circle eats. I get that to a certain extent. However, nobody wants liabilities in their circle. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people end up being. You end up being liabilities because you believe I'm your friend. I've made it to a certain degree. So mm-hmm. I should effectively be your ATM. Mm-hmm. These people, you leave them behind. You outgrow them. If they want to insult you and say, ah, you're now, you've gone Hollywood, whatever. I'm just not going to involve myself. Because you know what's going to happen with those people? They are going to bring you down to their level, back to their level. Yeah. Because guess what? Deep down, they might not even realize. That's the thing about subconscious. Subconscious is an amazing thing. They might not realize this, but they are better that you're there and they're not. Mm-hmm. So subconsciously, they try to drag you back down because it makes them feel a bit more better about themselves. Yeah, that's why I always tell people, like, man, a prayer you a prayer that you should always pray that all of you win. Mm. Yes, all of you win, because trust me, when a couple of you win and a couple of you don't, I'm not saying this is always the case. But sometimes you start to notice certain things that you would never have noticed. Yes. Some people switch up on you. The bitterness sets in. Jealousy sets in. You now become the ATM. Mm-hmm. So, you see, with these kind of people, that's, again, it's okay to outgrow those people. Don't feel like it has anything to do with loyalty. It's nothing to do with loyalty. Yeah. You're allowed to help the person and, you know, motivate the person and try and put the person in a situation to win. That's fine. However, if the person doesn't want to help his or herself, you step away. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> you can only advise on if they're not ready to make the change themselves, then more you can't kill yourself. Or... Yeah. So yep. yes, one one thousand percent. It's okay, man. It's very okay to um outgrow. Have I outgrown people? I've outgrown loads of people. A lot of people that I knew in Dubai University have outgrown them. One thousand percent, because our friendship was more or less based around women, drinking, and clubbing. 
Yeah. And I don't do any of those things again. <laughs> so why would I, like what, when we were 21, 22, 22, this was our life. And at my age, now I should continue doing that? Yeah. Like I know these people that are in their 30s, early 30s, mid 30s, that are still doing what we're doing in university. Mm-hmm. I'm like, at some point, you have to grow up, right? <laughs> you can't keep chasing women and going clubbing and whatnot. I get it, man. People love going out. People have to go for rocks. Look, man, I understand, but when that becomes your all and be all, like you can't function unless you're talking to X amount of God, unless you get her number, unless you get her into bed, unless you're seen doing this. Like the people taking out loans to go pop bottles of Dom Perignon. To go put yeah. bottles of them away, to be seen, to post that picture on Instagram, to go meet that person that has a Rolls Royce or a Bentley, so you can take that fire pick. You can put. Post- it's not life. So yeah, a lot of those people, yeah. my circle of friends, are very smart, and they've been like that since. Like I've known you, we've known each other since the age of twelve. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. I've known some other people since since uni, since the age of 18, 19. Yeah. And I'm I'm fine with that. Other people, yeah, I know why our friends, I know what our friendship was based around. And mm-hmm. because I've removed myself from that situation, you then find out there wasn't actually a friendship. Yeah. It was just more we were useful to each other in that context. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, um, have people outgrow me? Probably, probably will probably outgrow me again. That's fine. Yeah, um, I, I couldn't care again. You probably went a different direction, I went a different direction, and again, I have no beef with you. If we if we meet, I'm cordial, it is what it is. It's cool, definitely. But we're not best friends, and that's what life is about. We, you see, a lot of people have outgrown each other, but they keep trying to force it, and yes. Everything just becomes toxic. You guys are always beefing and not understanding why you're beefing. It's just mm-hmm. look, man, friendships, relationships shouldn't be stressed, shouldn't be work, it shouldn't even be a thing. It's just natural. It's just yeah. free flowing, it's peaceful, it's stress free. But yeah, man, a lot of people they do not get that, and that's sad at your big age. Don't understand that. <laughs> but yeah, man. That's 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 really it, man. When it comes to that. Friendships, not by force, man. It really isn't. It really, it really, really isn't, man. Anyway, what are you listening to nowadays, music wise? Who am I listening to? I'm listening to, as per usual, a lot of a lot of Niger content, a lot of local music. Yeah. Um, uh, do you know Do you know this rap group called Ajebo Hustlers? Jesus, no, I do not. So you're about to put me on someone new. Oh, wow! Yes, I am. Ajebo Hustlers. The the two guys, two guys from Portacot, um, rappers. They rap, but they also they also sing. So there's a lot of melody in their in their music, a lot of humor. Okay. They, so, some of the reasons why I like them are number one, they have some of the 
most ridiculously hilarious pigeon that you will ever hear. Ah, bro, PH if it's pigeon, <laughs> bro, PH pigeon is different. Yeah, PH pigeon, PH pigeon, worry pigeon, different. And I love it so much is because they're so authentic to their origins. Like they use yeah. PH slang in their bars, and it flows. It sounds dope. Like wow. I'll learn, I'll learn <laughs> so many ridiculous and interesting terms that I would never have used before. They'll say something like two bannies in the backseat, them they lolly. When did we start calling women bannies? Like <laughs> God damn. What did we then they lolly? Like I'm just okay, then. <laughs> okay then. Nice. I'm definitely gonna check them out. Okay. Yeah, check them out. Check out uh, they have I think their biggest song is a song called Barawo, B-A-R-A-W-O. That okay. song is mad. Okay. They have, uh, they have. They just dropped their debut album, Sha, so you can just check it out. Mad. Really, okay. really good music. Very original artist, which is very good to very good to see. Mm-hmm. What else am I listening to? I'm listening to this um, this singer, Nigerian singer. He he's his name is Low J. He worked with um, SARS. SARS is not your mates. Okay. Okay. I dropped a mad EP that is that is killing it right now yeah. all over yeah. radio called love and attention there's a song there's a song that is buzzing right now called mona lisa on that um on that ep bro mm. Mm. <sighs> mm. okay uh, great i have new music to listen to fantastic bro, just just beautiful but <laughs> like he's also he's also someone who um I like him because he also has very, very funny and interesting lyrics. Like he would say, I love, I love when rappers and singers say conventional things in unconventional ways. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that, yeah. that's the beauty of like good writing. Instead of yeah. him to say something like, oh, this, this girl, oh, she has a mad ass or, you know, her behind is, is big or whatever. Mm-hmm. This dude said that this woman is in the ass cheek ballon d'or. <laughs> <laughs> you know and what that takes it. me back to bro that is something ronnie speakman would say <laughs> jesus christ oh that is beautiful and he's because and he's a singer he doesn't even rap so he said it in such an innocent melodic way i was like what the fuck did this guy just say oh okay then okay it was what you said you said what was it ass cheek what his his name is Lo J L O J A Y. No 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 no. What was that line you said? Because I want oh, to use that, that line. He yeah. <laughs> said that she's in the ash cheek ballon d'or. Oh my lady, if you're listening to this, that's what I'm gonna say from now on, fam. Okay then. <laughs> oh my god, I died. So nice. yeah, check check him out. Very very okay. dope. Okay. What, what else am I listening to? I'm listening to Show Them Camp, of course, all day, every day. I've actually been, I've, I've, I've been listening in and out of the album. And like yeah. we've had this topic, it's growing on me because, bro, when I first listened to it, I thought it was good, but I'm like, meh. But then yeah. when, I listened, when, I li- when I had a couple more listens, his, I like um, taking albums while I'm driving, personally. I yes, like it. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. A couple of tunes here. A couple, of, and that's what I've. That's how I digested their last album, mm. um, Wine Music. 
Yeah. Um, it's the same way. It took a while for me to get into it, but gradually I'm like, okay, you know what? Because the style is very unique. I love it. Love it. And and their wordplay, their bars will always go over your head, even yeah. off the third listen. Yeah. So you just have to keep listening. But yeah, quality, quality, quality tape, especially. I love how I love how topical their music is because the the this particular album was made on the back of the whole NSARS movement. So there's a lot of references to the police brutality, mm-hmm. to the shooting on on um, 20th of October. You know, just really, really dope. Like these guys are putting in work, man, and it's so it's so yeah. so so nice to to see and hear. So listening to that, and I love how on each of their projects they always always work with young bubbling artists yeah yeah that's very dope very 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 dope allow allow them to shine too Um, what i what i liked about the tape was bro i love the skits (laughs) i love the skits if they say um why was your nash there it wasn't my nash in fact you know what i don't have a nash no Big Bro, the 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 skits were phenomenal. Yeah, their albums are usually very fun. I like it. It's yes. fun. Yeah, it's yes, a yes. good time. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, so let's show them camp. And then what else am I listening to? I'm listening to. Do you know? Do you know the? This this is the only American music I'm going to reference. Do you know the singer Don Tolliver? Yes, ma'am. I know Don Tolliver. Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a very big fan of his. I listened you, to you. You put me on Don Tolliver years ago. Oh, I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I remember listening to his first album, Heaven or Hell. That was really, really dope. But he has, mm. he has a new single now. He has a new single um, for his forthcoming album called <laughs> the name of the song is Drugs and Other Melodies. Okay, then. It's hard. Like song is just. It's the kind of song that if I if I smoked, which I don't, I mm-hmm. would just I would just like be in a bathtub, light one, and just be drifting off into space listening to that song. Mm-hmm. The song is the song is crazy, man. Very, very soothing, very dope. So that's nice. why that's why listening to to more than that, but those are just a few a few nice. things. Um for me, first off, hey. I'm listening to Dave. Of course. Dave dropped an album. Mm-hmm. Bro, we're all in this. We're all alone in this. We're all together. alone in this together. Nice. Bro, the album is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very and this isn't a surprise because Dave is actually very good at putting albums together. He's not yes. he's not one to yes. just randomly throw out singles and just fit. No, no. He compiles, he gets to work, and he puts out solid albums from the intro, We're All Alone. Mm. Dave's wordplay is phenomenal. His writing is phenomenal. His bro, like the bars, his storytelling. People want to talk about J. Cole's storytelling. Mm. Dave's storytelling is incredible. incredible. Well, this is it, to me, it's his it's his strongest asset. It's One thousand percent. One thousand percent. You have songs like I'm not even gonna talk about the ones everyone I'm gonna talk about. You have twenty to one. Mm. That's an incredible song. Yep. 
you have both sides of a smile. Hmm. Law of attraction. Heart attack, survivor's guilt. Hard. Those last about four or five songs, the storytelling, the writing in it is incredible. He paints a picture. He explains to you why they call him Santan. <laughs> he tells you, grow up in Benin City, Sin City. Yeah. He's, nah. Then you talk about, I don't even know how to pronounce the second song. Verdansk? Verdansk. Bro. Again. Incredible. You then go into the most perfect song this year. Hands down. Clash. My anthem right there. That's my anthem. Featuring Stormzy. That's my people. Is a perfect song. <laughs> yes. You know what that song reminds me of in a very different way, but again, it being perfect. Mm. Lo- location featuring Burner. Absolutely. Yes, yes, that's that is the location of this album. One thousand percent. Then you go off that because the rapping is incredible. Stormzy, Jesus. Oh, oh. Beef aside with Chip, forget all that. Yeah. Stormzy, oh, the rapping. The work. Jeez. No, 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 no. Just playfully. My God. Oh, no, 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 bro. The, the level of flexing was just different. Bro, it was different. How does he start? Overrated one. <laughs> Most hated one. Slid round after his birthday. Gave him a happy belated one. And boom. Burned, the, burned that bridge. Cremated one. Oh, ooh, bailiff one. <laughs> Get away with, with, with murder. This, that, that violent Davis button. one. They stop and stare. Watch rare. Ugh, Claire. Stainless <laughs> one. God damn. I can wear a different kettle every day of the month. I'm a different... And I love how he paused there. Because you know I, what he's about was, to say? That was... That is... Oh, no, nah. When they say delivery, pass delivery. That's delivery. Bro, because we know they say I'm a different kettle. Up. They said no, I'm a different, and stopped. No need. No need. You you complete it, girl. I need that gently one, that savage and fancy one. <laughs> then listen to this flex. Dave got the Aston Martin plug. Could you send me one? Mm. He said no. No need to be renting one. Big flex, he's inventing one. My God. And let's take a moment and pay respect to Heady One. Because what mm. people I told you about is what people don't understand. That one ad lib is pay yeah. respect to Heady One. Yeah, you did tell me. The use of one and blending it so well into the whole song mm-hmm. is an art in itself. 
Just brilliant. God damn. He goes, ah, she want to go to the cinema. So nah. we just walk downstairs. That's the moment cleared. We've overtaken all our pairs. After all these years, disrespect is all I hear. I'm Pep. I bore with Flair. I bore with Flair. <laughs> Look, man, bro. It was, it was, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a perfect song. So, people, please, please, please listen to that song. And 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 watch watch the video too, just just yeah, for the extra. Yeah. Watch the, the video, bro. Let me tell you something here. Me personally, I'm not a fan of these. I'm not a fan of Louis V Gucci in terms of clothing. I don't mind some of their stuff, but the loud stuff with LV every, I don't like. Yeah, it. yeah. I find it very. Oh, bro, did you see that drip Dave was wearing, fam? Bro, what the hell was that? That bro, shit was nigga, that shit was beautiful. Bro, nigga was wearing an LV cardigan and the logo was a fucking teddy bear. <laughs> nigga had some bulletproof looking like vest, LV imprinted. I said that was I like, look, like denim. Bro, I would look like a prick if I wore that. <laughs> like I would look like a grade A prick. However, this nigga, bro. Then the whole flex of the Aston Martin factory. Come on. Look, man. And then, bro, what a perfect, perfect way to step into the fourth song. In Mm. the fire. Lyrical clinic. People, people, people. The song again... You have Fredo, my guy. Fuck with you Fredo. Have, you have Getz, my hmm. guy. We already know. You have Giggs, mm-hmm. my guy. You have Meeks on there. But people, I'm sorry. You have to take a moment and take in Getz's verse. Gets is gets is different, man. Gets is different. Gets is hands down. I'm saying the best rapper in UK right now. So I agree. I I absolutely agree. Absolutely. It's, agree. it's not even close. <laughs> How can you start your verse with fire burning while I'm watching higher learning? Guns bussing, tires turning. That's a Russian and a German. <laughs> Excuse you? <sighs> In it so deep, open ocean, there's man escaping, some shells they can barely see. <laughs> Me and bro raising hell, we gonna share the heat. Then put us in the same cell, we gonna share the sleep. Am I my brother's keeper? It's deeper. I'm my brother's leader, speaker. I'm the eldest, the one who had to make a name so the bells ring. So nobody would trouble my siblings in this whirlwind. Gospel. Excuse you? I'm digging deep with this tool like I'm known for plumbing. (laughs) Something in your chest like it's Robert (laughs) Tussin. 
Jesus. Look, the vivid picture this nigga paints is just wonderful to hear. This gets on this verse said that he's so used to the fire, he shivers oh. when sitting in the sauna. Bro. Bro. What kind of mind does it take to come up with that bar? That's just, Bro. that's just. I'm sorry. Man said he shivers in the sauna. <laughs> Excuse you? I stood in front of all three dragons and heard Dracarys. And now we're jumping out of G-Wagons and murking parties. Jeez. Oh, I uplift my girl like I'm Swayze in the water. And if it's already written, maybe I'm the author. <laughs> Jeez. Hmm. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> Gets. Problem. Problem. I'm focused. I don't need to burn the cush. This is Moses speaking to the burning bush. I stood in front of the fire and learned to cook. Finished my verse and never heard a hook. Come on. Come on. Bro, this song, straight off the clash, is perfect. Perfect. It is, man. I don't want to delve too much in this album because we'll be speaking forever. But people, yeah. this album is 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 truly phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's truly phenomenal. Um, what else am I listening to? Unknown T, Adolescence. Unknown T dropped. I have to listen. Um, the thing with Unknown T, look, if you have not lived in England, and I'm not talking about. <laughs> Going to Oxford Street and going back. No, no, I'm talking about ends, man, them, road. (laughs) Every day I am learning new lingo. I have to listen to one song like five times because this guy's lingo (laughs) is different. Love it. Unknown T. He has a song with Potter Paper, Trenches, Incredible. He has a song um, called Vin Diesel with Millions. Oh, bro. Oh, millions, my guy. Millions, my guy. It's, the song is perfect because Millions effectively makes it... The song is Vin Diesel. So they're yeah. kind of making a reference of the Fast and Furious life. Yeah. And whatnot. And... So you have the verse by millions, man down, man down. Now we go get equal. Put a foot on it fast, Vin Diesel. Mm. Grab the machine, bro. Run on the grass. Let's boot some people. If you look like an op, I'll bang. Let's bun and surprise man. Press at the rear view. Man are deceitful. More time the Rams med- More time the Rams medieval. You know, say the hurt. Rates lethal. The heart rate's lethal. Man down, man down. Now we got equal. Blah, blah, blah. Bro, it's, 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 it is. Mm, Song is phenomenal. Again, album, people, give it a listen. Again. Yeah. But uh, you have to be patient, man, because, oof, the lingo is, 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 is different. 
Okay, what else again? Oh. I'm listening to Hoffa, Dave East, and Harry Fraud. Yes. Bro, I love this style of rap that is coming back. I love this style of rap that is coming back. Bars on bars. That bars, that real talk, that gritty, that gritty rap. My favorite song on there is Just Another Rapper. Mm. Bro. Like, we all knew Dave East could rap, but I'm happy he took a break. Because the moment I believe he was doing too much and he was more focused on releasing content than I quality. I, I stopped listening to him during that time period because I'm like, uh, this dude is regressing. So I'm happy he took a break and came back. And, um, bro... Quality he has a song you would love, Uncle Rick featuring Benny the Butcher. Hmm. Bro, quality diamonds, quality money or power featuring Jim Jones. We me and you have spoken about Jim Jones. Yep. Jim Jones quietly, quietly releasing fire. Fire. Oh. Then he has a song. This guy is such a forgotten name. But why they rap still? Currency. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spitter. Currency. Again, last song of the album. Quality. What else am I listening to? What else? I'm listening to quite a bit. Um, um, what else? This is such a random guy. Do you know a guy called RD? RD, no. Like the state of our body. <laughs> Oh, that guy. I didn't, I didn't know who, who, who Bro, penned that song. If you just want to feel good and have a good time, this boy is just having fun. <laughs> like, he's just having fun, and I am not mad at it. Yeah. He has a song called Jiggy. Okay. Just a funny, or more chill song. Hey, it is... Uh, what else? Jim Jones dropped a song called Filet Mignon featuring Fabulous. Have you listened to it? I have. I have. People. Thank Fabulous. you. Fabulous Thank is you. crazy on this, man. Then Fabulous has not lost a step. This dude mm. has been rapping since 1999, 2000. Mm. He has not lost a step. He is just... <sighs> Speak on it. Go, just go, go listen to that verse and listen to the, his play on words with Bro. the... With the Filet mignon, the way he links it to food, the way he surf links and it. turf, yes. Come on, come on, yes. The way he listens, he links it to salt and shaking. Come mm. on, ah, no, no. Mm. Fab, mm. Fab killed that. So he killed that, bro. Fab, <laughs> and I just love how his style is always so current. Yeah, you would think Fab came out with these new acts. Yeah, his style is so. Fab is just so cool, man. Fab is so cool. Like he's so cool. So yeah, that's what I'm listening to. I'm just yeah, a couple of nice projects out, man. So definitely, mm-hmm. you people need to give a listen. I'll listen to what use on the Nigerian albums and EPs. You said I should. But before we go, mm-hmm. bro, how do you pronounce this girl's name? Coilery. Oh God, that's that mosquito sounding. 
Yeah, I've coilers. Seen clips. Fuck the clips. I mean, I saw her freestyle. I've been seeing oh. clips of her before that. I saw her freestyle. I was watching it. <laughs> and I was watching it. And I kept watching and listening. And when I knew it wasn't just me, and she also felt stupid, <laughs> was when she started twerking. <laughs> the buffoonery. About that freestyle, we call freestyle. <laughs> and she started twerking. This girl oh. is dog shit. She's absolute trash. Like, absolute trash. And there's, he, there's, sorry, bro, bro, just one second. There's a video yeah. of her performing at, uh, I think, Rolling Loud is the bro, festival. I was going to speak on that. Please hey, talk. Yes, yeah, speak on that. No, 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 speak on that. I'll enter. Speak, please, speak, speak on that. <laughs> bro, I saw the video yesterday because I've been hearing a lot about it. I just, pre- I just uh, went to Instagram and saw the video and I see her. Going, hey, hey, I'm just acting so energetic, yeah, acting energetic, and then the camera pans to the crowd. Zombies, Zombies. they were like, I saw thousands of people, they didn't move an inch, nobody even the crowd was deader than the worst Nigerian concerts you can even think of. Zombies, zombies. Bro, people were like, people were clearly thinking, what the fuck is this shit? What is this? What is this? And you see, what I don't like is people are trying to go, oh, it's because she's a girl. She's a female. And you people are doing it. And what even, what I even find even more stupid is when people don't vibe to music or like her music because her music is shit, what Mm -hmm. does she do? She proceeds to show us her house and her throwing money into the pool. Of, of course. Of course. Guy. Look, man, I always tell you, ladies, there are ladies out there that can actually rap, or you guys are standing the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Coil. Like I'm not she has no talent whatsoever. No, she doesn't. She sounds horrible in every everything she tries to do sounds horrible. Nah, she's trash. Hey! She was there jumping, uh, giving it this. Everyone was looking at her like, what the fuck is this? Can we can we can we be allowed to say someone isn't very talented without people calling it hate? Yeah. We should be. Look, it's okay. Let it just go away. Work on your craft. I remember, people need to remember this. Once upon a time, there was a guy called Joey Badass. Yeah. That came out and Baba no fee rap. No feet. Man took a moment to himself, came out and released that album. Was it the American? Or is it called? Is it the American Badass? Yes. Yes, the American badass. He wrapped his ass off. It's okay to take a moment and work on your craft, perfect your craft. Don't just release music because you want to release music. And nowadays, people, all these records are just signing just about anyone. Anybody and can see that you, see, viral you see, another thing is 
nowadays you don't need a record label to blow because you have SoundCloud, you have YouTube, you have Instagram. Mm -hmm. And as much as that is a great thing, my God, is it also a very bad thing? It's a very bad thing, man. Very, the barrier to entry is so low. Anybody can just go and blow by mistake. Anybody that happens to be viral on TikTok, on Instagram, has a following, gets verified, boom. You can throw a video on YouTube and that's mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm sure you've heard the song. She's a runner, she's a track star. Yep. She don't wanna... Bro, that's a fantastic song anyway. It blew off TikTok. Yeah. It blew off TikTok. And funny enough, the video girl was Coyle Ray. Oh, really? It was Coyle Ray, yeah. Funny enough. It was Coyle Ray. Um, so, yeah, it. man, nowadays you just, I'm like, this whole not needing record labels to blow, it's a good thing, but man, has it produced trash. <laughs> Anybody goes online, creates a dance, has a catchy hook or more. You don't be you. Yep. You don't be. It's sad, man. It's sad. Trash. Speaking of female rappers, there is someone I ran into not long ago. Um, her name is I don't even know how to pronounce it probably. Sev the genius. Never heard of her. Sev the genius. Yes. She raps. Brother. My God, she raps. Are you serious? I downloaded her album that came out um, last, I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. Bro, she derived. She has a song that came out this year. It's called Break, um, Break Soul. Okay. Brother. Hmm. <laughs> you see, when women stand these people, I don't even understand. I don't <laughs> get it. I don't get it. Guys, uh, see, yeah, um, the album is called or the EP is called "Sev Is Love." Okay, <clears throat> okay, bro, give it a twirl. Nah, I definitely will because I'm always, always always intrigued. Obviously, Nigeria now. 10 songs. She's Nigerian, right? No. You said you ran into her, so I was like, where? No, 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 no. I ran into an Apple Music, my guy. Oh, I was so intrigued. I was like, oh, a dope Nigerian female rapper. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> no, G. All right, Sev is love. Okay, I'll check her out. Please do, bro. Incredible, incredible. Nice. Then um, she has another album that came out. Same year, again. Um, mm. Not many tracks. This one has seven tracks. It's called Self, Self-Sev. So it's okay. 7XVE. They play on her name. Okay. Again, seven songs, bro. Incredible. Hmm. I'll actually send it to you on WhatsApp so you can yeah, have yeah, a listen yeah. if you can tonight, bro. So when I see other people backing some of these women, I'm just like, man, a lot of women can't rap. Nope. Like when JD said it, it's triple music. He was bashed. 
But yeah. he didn't lie. It's lazy music. It was absolutely right. Because, yes, everyone is jumping on Meg the Stallion. Okay. But I don't know. Every five years, isn't there a Meg the Stallion? Yeah, pretty much. And and like, say what say what you want about her content, but Meg the Stallion can rap. She, Meg she, rap she knows how to rap. Like if you put a hard beat in front of Meg the Stallion, she'll kill it too. She raps for real. Meg Meg the rap. Just what annoys me about Meg is, as much as she can rap, her content is very lazy yeah, and too, too monotonous. Yes, exactly. It's always about, oh, if he has a 10-inch penis, blah, 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 <laughs> burst the back, throat baby, this is this. But yeah. like, it's like, you can, you're, not, you're doing yourself a disservice because you can actually rap. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. That's it. That's it. So, as usual, how would you like to end? Huh, how do I like to end it? Uh, fuck hush puppy. Oh, okay. Fuck hush okay, puppy. Yeah, go on. <laughs> You deserve everything that happens to you. Yeah. And anybody who who follows him or stand him at any point in time, fuck you too. Damn. That's a tough one to follow. It's a tough one to follow. Um, For me, it's... Oh, uh, that money there. I don't mind that Richard Mill watch oh, for auction. <laughs> Richard Mill no bad. Oh. <laughs> ah. Serious, no mental health. People mm. who understand mental health is a big topic. It's a serious problem, but we need to also understand that we can't keep using it as a get out of jail free card. Mm-hmm. Because there mm-hmm. are people that are actually going through mental health issues, and there are people that are using it as a way to escape hard work because yeah. things aren't going their way. So as a people, we need to understand that reality and yep. be true to ourselves. And more importantly, if you do need to break down, it's okay to break down. Take that moment, break down, and push on. Absolutely. As a slogan in this country goes, we move. Move. So people, thank you. Thank you for listening. Brody, as usual, thank you. Been a good Take chat. It. Yep, yep.